Hello, hello, and welcome to the Bellingham Real Estate Podcast. I'm Paul Balzotti. I'm here with Holly Tremaine Swanson. Hello. Thank you for joining today. Absolutely. And today we are talking about move up buying and house flipping, but not just investing in flipping, but moving into a home, remodeling it, fixing it up, and then flipping it, and then moving on to the next home. And I have Holly on because she's a fabulous realtor, but also has done a lot of house flipping. Uh, your uh, husband's name, we, we call him Flippin' Jeff, right? Or you call him, you, you started Flippin', <laughs> yeah. flippin Jeff. Yeah. And um, so the two of you have bought and sold many, many of homes. Mm-hmm. So let's get right into that. And so we're going to, we'll, we'll talk about your story, and then we're going to try to provide some insights to people who are trying to consider going down that road. And I think your story is really inspirational, honestly. So Thank you. Um, so first, talk to us about how long you've been in real estate. Yeah, I've been in real estate for five years. Five years? Yeah. Okay. And before that, we did property management, mm-hmm. property management maintenance, uh, mm-hmm. had our own rentals, and uh, let's see, construction company. That's yeah. kind of a big one. <laughs> so you've been, in, you've been in the real estate field for pretty much... It's almost 20 years. Yeah, your adult life, and then you've been full-time yep. realtor sales for five years. That's yep. cool. You got it. Right on. So talk to us about, tell us the story about you now, and I'm just going to get right to this. Mm-hmm. So you now, and I know you don't like to brag, but yeah. <laughs> But you now live on Lake Wacom. Yes. In what you'd probably hopefully call your dream home, right? Absolutely. And mm-hmm. uh, and so, but I I always tell people this, um, and I actually told my kids this a while back too, that when people say they look at people on the lake and they think just, oh, these are all just wealthy people and, mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. And there's certainly wealthy people on the lake. Yes, but, sir. <laughs> and, and, you know, but a lot of it is real estate investing, other investing decisions that lead them up to the equity created to get to that house. Right. Right. You guys, that's usually people it takes them into their 60s and 70s, mm-hmm. oftentimes to create that kind of real estate wealth. You guys have done it with a young family. Mm-hmm. And it has been from basically fixing up, flipping, fixing up, flipping and moving into these homes. So take us through kind of from when you you're, you're where you are now, but where you started, sure. like you and Jeff get married. What's yeah. next? Yeah. So we got married and we managed an apartment complex for a couple of years and were able in doing that to save a whopping $4,000 for nice. our first down payment <laughs> <laughs> on our first home that was $104,000. Okay. And that was just over in the Puget area. Okay. And we purchased our first home in 2000. And from there, we were able to grow it from there. We were able to work in that house, get it set up so that it was more comfortable for us, minor cosmetic fixes, and then turned around and began building our real estate from there. Yeah. And so that house, that was pre-kids. Is that pre-kids? Yes. That's pre-kids. <laughs> so, and then, so then you eventually end up um, on Wood Lake, which is, which mm-hmm. is Silver Beach neighborhood. Yep. Talk to me about, or talk to us about you you guys then have kids. Mm-hmm. You move. You work your way into a bigger home. Yes. Um, well, first off, okay. From there to the lake house, how many houses? Are, how many houses are in between? Um, fifteen houses. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's like, how long do we have on the podcast? Right. right. <laughs> That's so true. So that is yeah. so from so that was twenty. When did you guys originally buy your first house? Gosh, two thousand. Two thousand. So yep. in twenty, and then you bought your mm-hmm. lake home on twenty twenty. Uh, that two thousand nineteen. Two thousand nineteen. So, so yeah, just under years, twenty years. 
you bought 15 homes. So, yeah. you know, so, you know, not everybody has to do 15 in 19 years. Right. But, <laughs> but, it's a um, lot. Yeah, it is a lot. But let's let's just let's skip ahead to you're in Woodlake uh, and in a big home. Sure. Great house. Yep. Um, then you actually so when when you're moving up, sometimes you you move down in order to move up. Right. Absolutely. So talk about that yep. period of your life and then what made you guys prompt to go from a bigger house to a smaller house. Sure. So we were watching uh, just the popularity of the Silver Beach area in general. After yeah. we moved there, you know, we figured it, it was a desirable place to be. Right. And so we kind of went with that concept of being uh, the less expensive home in a nicer area. And, and so we found a home that was actually rather dilapidated and needed some help and mm-hmm. in the Tweed 20 area. And so we looked at each other one night after working a 60-hour week and thought, why are we doing this? Mm-hmm. Why are we working 60 hours a week to to pay the mortgage on this home? And, you know, maybe we need to to rethink how we're doing this. Mm-hmm. And so we, we decided to sell and we purchased the other home with a small mortgage and eventually within a year uh, paid off the mortgage entirely and lived there without a mortgage for a couple years while we fixed it up and uh, saved our money and readjusted. So... So you you had you had kind of worked your way up to mm-hmm. that bigger Silver Beach house. So that was maybe four. But how many buyers or sales were you in from oh two thousand to oh, to that? Goodness, so I, no, I, that's okay. I just yeah. have to think. <laughs> yeah, there there are quite a few. We did have some rentals in there too, as well. Okay, okay. Um, so yeah, yeah, that's what, let's like, let's preface. So, so what much did you, to how it. many did you move into? How many did you move into? We moved into every single one of oh, them. Oh, you did. Okay, we did, and so we would have rental properties to essentially move into while we were building during our construction okay. phase. As okay, well. so an an important thing about. <laughs> yeah. When you move into a house, yes, and this is something we have to touch on on, on why this is a super important topic mm-hmm. about the idea of flipping when you move in is a the interest rates lower mm-hmm. if you move into the house Correct. because it's an owner occupied right down or, b down if you stay there for two years mm-hmm. and then sell you you can still avoid right. capital gains mm-hmm. income tax correct so you're basically just you're trying to avoid paying taxes is what I'm hearing Holly. perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> no. no, I'm just joking. Pay less taxes. Pay less taxes. I'm just joking. All right, you know, legally, pay less yeah, taxes. Yeah, absolutely. Ethically. Yeah. And also, in addition, the down payment is lower, right? If you right. move in yourself. True. Yeah. That's because, a good point, too. Yeah. So then you're only 20% or less if you need to be. Well, yeah, um, you could be zero down potentially right. on Correct. owner-occupied. Yep. Yep. So that made a difference as well. And so we would purchase homes that we would move into ourselves to, to get that savings. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so the... The house that you were in would like mm-hmm. bigger home, so yep. you, but you still had worked your way up to even having that. But then you had mm-hmm. this, you still had scaled up to have a larger mortgage. Mm-hmm. Felt like, okay, we're going to scale back, mm-hmm. kind of like start over essentially. Yep, absolutely. And, um, but start over now with way more equity. Absolutely. Yep. Which, which is a huge, totally different launching mm-hmm. point. Also, you moved into Tweed 20 where mm-hmm. um, prices are a little bit lower than, mm-hmm. than the neighborhood you're in. Right. Smart. And um, and bought one of the more uglier homes in the neighborhood. It needed love. <laughs> so then you renovated that. Yep. And I mean, when you're renovating these homes that you're mm-hmm. moving into, with most of them, would you say it's more cosmetic in nature, mm-hmm. the ones that you've lived in? Yeah. Because you had to, they had to have been in good enough condition to move into them. Absolutely. Yeah. So a lot of the times what we'll do is 
uh, effectively find a home that does need those cosmetic updates and, and things that we're able to do while we're living at the home. Obviously, if we are going to be moving in, there can't be large issues that need to be taken care of, especially safety or health now that we have kids, right? Um, things that we don't want to take on as being occupants. But uh, mostly it is things that you, you can walk into a home and look at and think, okay, this, this can be updated, this can be upgraded. You know, we can make these modifications relatively easily and be able to get this house to shine and uh, and be able to sell, you know, within a couple years to to a new owner. So, yeah. And then so you're doing more cosmetic fixers mm -hmm. that home in, in uh, Tweet 20, uh, a large cosmetic remodel, but mostly cosmetic. Mm -hmm. So then you sell that. Then you move to a house with Lake Access. Yes. Right. Right. And I'm yeah. um, in Silver Beach. And you're there for a couple years. Mm -hmm. Now, did you buy that? This is kind of getting in the weeds a little bit more <laughs> details. Yeah. But I, I'm just because I know the, what you did. And mm -hmm. so you had you ended up flipping a lot there, too. But did you buy the house mm -hmm. with the lot? We actually purchased the lot. Well, so back to the home on Tweed 20. Okay, we, okay. Yeah, no, that's OK. It, it gets it's convoluted and it's, yeah. a, it's a journey. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we actually had been watching the lot for a long oh. time, and we got the home in Tweed 20 just to where we wanted it, and we had no mortgage, and we thought, this is it. We're going to stay put and be happy and settled and yeah. and relax, you know? Yeah. And uh, we literally, Jeff was putting the last composite board down on the back deck, and uh, I saw in the MLS that it had dropped. The lot the had lot. dropped. Oh. And I said, you're never going to believe it, but that lot dropped below the dollar amount that you said you would buy it for. Mm. So guess what? We're buying it. And so we we purchased the lot. Uh, it was a, an extensive um, right. situation right. with the right. city right. to get a building permit. Yeah, word to the wise on and when you buy a lot, yes. there, could be a lot of, <laughs> there could be a lot of things that come up. Yeah, there's going to be some stuff that comes up. And uh, so in that in that process, mm. in speaking with the next door neighbor, um, just it, it speaking with them every time we'd go to the lot and, mm. and do things there. Uh, he mentioned he was going to sell his home. And we were now uh, a couple years out, we knew, with the city to get a building permit. So we said, we'll buy it. And yeah. uh, there went all of our comfort. And, <laughs> <laughs> and so we purchased another home that was a really solid home, but just needed a little yeah. bit to make it shine. It had a lot of old, old finishes. So, so then you, then you, so you move down to where you basically have paid off your mortgage, <laughs> remodel that, fix yeah. and flip it. Glutton for punishment. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> then you buy a, a lot and then the house next to it. Yep. And then you ended up kind of developing like the soft cost. Like we call it soft cost when you spend all the money on all the design and the permitting mm -hmm. and all the sweat of dealing with the city. Yep. Put in all that work, mm -hmm. decide against building for yourself there and end up selling the lot and the house. Yes. To move to the lake. Correct. And that house also needed updating. Uh, and you're, I mean, yes. are you done remodeling that? We're done. Uh, we're done for the most part. Okay. There are little things here and right. there that still need to to be taken care of. But yeah, absolutely. It was one of those. It was a 1965. Uh, mm -hmm. Bought it from the original builders and owners. Oh, cool. And, uh, you know, it just needed a little bit of that that updating. And, and actually, that's what we enjoy is finding homes that have those older finishes because it's actually less attractive to us to replace something that someone has recently replaced. Mm. Does that make sense? Totally. So because something that's only 15 years old, those those materials are still very good. Yeah. And although they're outdated and they might not um, sell as, 
as easily on today's right. market, right? With with buyers that want something that's more modern and updated, yeah. um, it, it it almost feels painful to tear them out and get yeah. rid of them because they're perfectly good materials. So we we really enjoy homes that just are really outdated, <laughs> really dated, nineteen sixty five outdated. Yeah, yeah, you're right. If if somebody just redid it, you're kind of like, oh, yeah, really, you hate to spend that money. But if it's been there for 30, yeah. 40 years, you're like, all right, That's it's right. time. It's yeah. time. And I hear that a lot from buyers too when yeah. I go into homes with them and, and we try to establish how, you know, they're going to make improvements on a home that they're looking at. They will often talk about how it's one of those things where they don't want to spend a lot of money to remodel an entire kitchen when someone just did it, right? Right. And it's but it's not their taste. Oh yeah, that's and so and that's, that's, that's a fair and that's a fair and I've heard mm-hmm. that a lot too. And that yeah. is a fair kind of thing. Yeah. So I, I want to get to um kind of tips or insights that you give to buyers that are looking to do this themselves. But mm-hmm. before we do that, I'm I wanted to ask you a couple more questions about your guys' process. So when you go in and you move into a house, because you guys have done this so many times, mm-hmm. um, how do you a kind of usually figure out how to go about that the business of doing it because you guys have kids and mm-hmm. and I think it can be overwhelming to people to yeah. think about like doing yeah. it so is there like did you guys kind of figure out a flow to how you like kind of move through a house or do you try to bang it all out at once so that's my first question and then I don't know if it could be part of the same answer but also when um when you're doing a remodel a lot of times people will ask me and I'll say and they'll say oh should we do this should we do this and I say well definitely do the kitchen Definitely do this, but you know, if you do this other thing, it's going to be more for you, mm-hmm. and you're not necessarily going to get a return on it. Mm-hmm. I think that's a trickier balance to figure out when you're living there. And I know right. that you haven't always been like, all right, we're only going to live there this exact amount of time. Like, mm-hmm. so you're going to enjoy the house too. How do you decide? You and Jeff decide. Like, okay, is everything you're doing strictly to? You know, I mean, maybe not on this house, but mm-hmm. on all the other homes, was it all done in a way that was like, okay, I'm doing this so that, because in a way that I know I can get a return on it? Or do you kind of say on some of it, I don't care if I'm going to get a return. Mm-hmm. I just want to do it. Yeah. How do you go about that process? Yeah. So I think that we will, well, first of all, moving with children is is not fun. Right. Right. <laughs> to yes. answer that yes. question. Exactly. And, and That's you... honestly what I'm most impressed by of <laughs> everything else. It's, well, it's like, I can't believe you guys moved that many yeah, times Yeah, we slowed down considerably yes. after we had children. Yes. And I think a lot of that is because, of course, children as well like to right. have a more stable environment and know where they're going to be yeah. um, the next day. Yeah. But, you know... <laughs> I think um, we we did slow down considerably after the kids um, came around. Yeah. And uh, but to speak to that, uh, that actually helped also with how we made a decision for how we were going to work on these houses and what we were going to do because it modified. There were times we didn't have a kitchen, mm-hmm. and when it was two adults without kids, that's a non-issue. You know, right. you can get around that. You yeah. can figure it out. Yeah. Um, with the kids, it, it it brings a whole nother level to mm-hmm. it, right? And so. Um, the, that changes, like you said, the structure or the, the pace in which we do things and the order in which we do things as well. And so I think for Jeff and I, a lot of the decisions we make are to essentially get the home up to what everybody would like, but what we like as well. And Mm. then once we have done that, we'll make the things that you talked about that are like the extras that Mm. are stuff that we would prefer, like simple, simple stuff like pink colors, you know, Mm. stuff like that, that a lot of people can't see past. And if Mm -hmm. you're going to make those changes to a home and you're going to resell it, you, you might not want to do a 
black painted room <laughs> or yeah. so a dark ta- color. So you when know? you're talking to your boys every time you're in a yeah. house, you're like, you're like, hey, hey guys, you guys can pick whatever you want as long as it's in these neutral yeah. tones. <laughs> We, we actually do, right? It's like, it's that we honestly do. That's terrible. But, yeah. you know, it's like like they say with a yeah. preschooler, you give them yeah. two outfits to choose from, yeah. two outfits that you already you picked out. You can put out. these stickers on the wall as long as they're the stickers that don't, right. that don't have any. <laughs> don't take off the texture. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah don't, don't, don't cause yeah, sheet rock repair. No more than six posters yeah. on your wall. Right. We're only going to use these kind of, no, but anyway. And that's it. Yeah, yeah. just have that, uh, that mentality. Yeah. If you're not going to be here long. No, it's it's <laughs> it is one of those things where we do we do have to make those adjustments accordingly and and some places we do genuinely anticipate being there a long period of time yeah. and then something like with Del Bonita at uh, the the excuse Tweet me, 20 the Tweet house, 20 house uh, that's exactly what happens you plan on being there a long time and you do make the uh, uh, changes that you like and mm. fortunately it works out it works out for the most part I mean right. you know we're still relatively basic with right. the stuff that we do but um we have that you know real estate beige mentality yeah um but uh, yeah I, the intent is usually to stay yeah yeah <laughs> but then when opportunities present themselves i mean we'll pack tomorrow right and right and right. just that willingness to do that yeah so. so you're saying so that 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 answers another question so you're saying it wasn't you always just kind of we're gonna live here for two years and then mm-hmm. as soon as capital games up we're gonna sell it's mm-hmm. like you're basically doing it remodeling and then just having one eye open mm-hmm. for the right opportunity right and then ready to jump. Right. But, and yeah. that's what happened with the houses that, uh, the house and the lot that had the lake access. I mean, we really felt we had got to a place where we were going to stay for a long period mm-hmm. of time because we had the, the home that we had taken the time to design and work with the city to get the permits and all the time that was invested in that. And then literally, I mean, that house on Lake Whatcom came on the market and actually Jeff wouldn't look at it with me. He said, no, mm-hmm. I'm not going to look at it. So I went and took a look at it and took a couple photos and came home and I said, no, you're going to love it. Trust yeah. me. You yeah. know? And he really kind of buried his heels because we had we had um, worked so long to yeah. get that permit. And to, and we on finally... On the lot that you... On the on lot. The lot that, yeah. yeah. And so we, we... And we were all set up in the house next door. We That was remodeled now. We could then move into the house once it was built. Be happy as clams. Yeah. And with little to no mortgage. And then that lake house came on. So... Well, and that's, but that's also kind of what I love about the living in, fixing up and mm-hmm. selling is also it doesn't really happen, happen, matter what's happening with the market. If you have the mentality you had the last uh, 12 years, it worked out really well for you the yes. last 12 years, but, but it's like, okay, well, if you do the remodel first that, you know, will get you the return mm-hmm. first is what you said. Like, we're going to do all the main things that are going to give us the best return to start. Right. Now it's ready. Now it's already flippable. Yep. And then if the right opportunity arises, you're ready we're, to jump. We're going to jump, yeah. But then if you continue to live there longer, maybe you're like, you know what? We are going to redo the deck, even though the deck yeah. doesn't give us as good of a return because we're we're still here and the summer's coming up. And That's right. You know, and then it's like maybe you get 100% return on that, but not 150% return or whatever. Right. But um, and then you just maybe you stay there one more year mm-hmm. and then the market slows down. And then you're not if you don't see opportunities, you could continue to live there and That's you're right. okay. Yep. But at the same time, keeping one eye open. And I think that what happens with a lot of clients is a lot of people is because we're in real estate, mm-hmm. like I got my place just by just because I was on the MLS and it was just kind of like matter of fact, kind of same thing as you. Yeah. I think when you're a realtor, you're so alert to everything all the time 
that a lot opportunities just end up presenting themselves. Yeah. Whereas the average consumer, you know, they they really try to like they kind of get they kind of half look a lot, mm-hmm. and then they get really serious for a period, and then it either works out really well or it doesn't. And realtors are always we're always saying, hey, you know, let us consult you so that you know we can keep you like ready, you yeah. know, at all right. times. But people have a hard time. I think it's hard. To mm-hmm. strike that balance, but you know it's possible. Like you know, right. you could have the consultation and say, and then now we have programs where, you know, you could. There's new programs now, which is crazy, which was never around before. Mm-hmm. That you could buy a home. Some of the bridge loan programs, you could right. buy a home, and be non-contingent on right. your house with some of the new bridge loan pro- products yep. coming out. Whereas before, you had to be contingent. Right. And did you? Did you? You just. How did you, had you had to done, a, did you do a contingency or you just financially had pulled it off because you had peeled back to where you didn't have to go contingent? Right. Yeah. Well, it depended on the situation. Um, yeah. There were times where we, we got a little creative. Uh, yeah. Well, you have to get a little creative and you took yeah. a couple little risks too, right? Big time. Yeah. yeah I would sometimes say Sometimes you kind of have to, yeah. to and make it, cool things, good things happen. And again, it's one of those things where it really depends on the situation and, yeah. and where we were at that time. Um, we have done, done it in different ways where uh, we actually bought a foreclosure. We were able to make a cash offer and we did a simultaneous refinance. Mm. And so we were able to make the cash offer to get the deal and then do a simultaneous refinance so that the cash loan that we got, which was a short-term loan, obviously, Mm. was paid off by the refi within three days of closing. So, so that's a little bit. That's, that's, we that's, get yeah, creative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, so and then the last question, uh, just to wrap things up, is when you're working with buyers, you know, what are one or two of the things that you've you've kind of learned along the way going through these experiences when you're working with people? Is it more just kind of understanding kind of what things cost, mm-hmm. or what have you kind of picked up that you try to share with people when they're kind of considering mm-hmm. with how they're going to fix up house or whether they should? Yeah, I think a, a lot of times people walk into a home and they really hyper focus on negative aspects to it, like if it is an outdated home, or they they immediately will focus on the thing that doesn't work for them. Mm. And so when I walk through homes with buyers, I try to give my perspective and things that I might might do things that, you know, we might modify if, if we were looking at the home for ourselves, or I take what they are looking for or is important to them and speak to how they can easily make those modifications or how those wouldn't be necessarily right. easy, right. you know, and, and kind of give that aspect of, for example, if someone was going to do a kitchen remodel, I might speak to not only the condition of the, um, supply issue that we have right now right. like that <laughs> might take longer than you think it may take a little longer <laughs> than you think you know or yeah. or countertops or of any way of that nature and then speak to that and give them a little bit of insight or so either way you know yeah you could absolutely make this simple modification in your living room to make it what you're looking for and so try to give them that insight and and keep it positive as yeah. much as possible and encourage them to make that step because although it is uncomfortable for a short amount of time the long-term gain uh, is is amazing and yeah. and, it, and it was those moments in our life of being uncomfortable and working really hard that got us to where we are today and though it was never easy um i'm so glad we are yeah it's so great <laughs> well and i mean yeah. it's never been a more important time mm-hmm. to to look really hard at the cosmetics of a house and see what you can work through because, mm-hmm. of course, to find a move, in, if, if it's turnkey moving ready, mm-hmm. we're still seeing so many off. I mean, yeah. it's so hard to even get in those that I think a lot of buyers are like rethinking, okay, maybe 
maybe I do need to buy something that needs more work right sure. now and 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 just purge new. And and a lot of buyers, it seems like some are pretty good at it. Mm-hmm. But I mean, people can be all over the place as far as what the things things cost. Sometimes mm-hmm. people uh, like think it's going to be cheaper, but a lot of times people think it's they automatically are like, oh, this is a hundred thousand. And it's like, well, is it a hundred thousand? Like you can kind of, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And so yeah. I think people don't always do a good job of really like rationally just kind of being like, this is what needs to be done. Yeah. And can I make that work? Sure. And you're right. They kind of hyper-focus on like, well, I don't like the kitchen, mm-hmm. right? You know, it's like, well, could you afford to do the kitchen? Mm-hmm. You, maybe you could, you know, like right. you said, you right. know, this and maybe it'd is... be worth a lot more if you did. Right, absolutely. <laughs> or this house is considerably less because of something right, like that. Right. So if you're willing to take on that challenge and, and, and do that, it's yeah. absolutely feasible. And I think that people need to remember that a real estate is always a sound investment. And if you put your foot in and, and then your whole leg and you're, you know, et cetera, and you, and you, and you make those moves slowly over time, you'll get to a position where you can launch into maybe your dream home. And mm-hmm. so it's not always easy or perfect at the beginning, but you can work to make it what you need it to be. Yeah. And I think that's really important for people to realize, and you can't do it until you, you own yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, you got to start somewhere, mm-hmm. and then you know, and start off with more trade offs, then less trade offs, then less trade offs, and you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you just remodel your way out of trade offs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so obviously, um, you are a very good person to talk to about this kind of thing. I think your experience, not to, you're also you're also a high, highly productive broker, but also with all that experience, I mean, that is honestly super super handy. So. I hope that people reach out to you about it. Thanks for joining. Thank thanks for sharing the story. Yeah, thank and you. And thanks for listening or watching. If you're listening on iTunes and you could give a five-star rating or review, we'd really appreciate it. If you're on YouTube, if you could like it or subscribe to John Scott Bellingham, we'd really appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Cheers. Thanks.